Welcome to episode July 21st, 2022 of First Marathon. What a beautiful day to run outside, everyone. I want to welcome you back. This is Gregory Rutchick. Today will be uh, not too long of a of a podcast. I did, however, start by listening to myself start this podcast in July of 2018. I listened to the first six episodes, uh, which were recorded in 2018, and they start with my very first training for the 2018 New York Marathon, my first marathon. And, um, of course, episode five, unfortunately, it seems to be a, a, a duplicate of the uh, prior episode four. So you could skip that one. But what's what's really interesting is how early my training with a coach uh, influenced this nutrition discussion. And um, I, I forgot, actually, that <laughs> I thought um, my training would start off with how many miles I ran and you know, how, how I ran them and how fast I ran them. And I, I was just kind of impressed myself that my podcast shared what I learned very early on. And I think that's kind of what I want to start off with. And that is this. When you start an activity, <clears throat> actually when you pay attention in life, even just to, to the, what's going on around you in the daytime, be open to the reality that new things are going to come at you that you do not expect. Whatever you expect from your today, keep your eyes open, isn't going to happen. What's going to happen is something more magnificent, something more wonderful even than any kind of lousy worry. So here goes. Today, and I'm not going to share the details, is kind of the beginning maybe of a new chapter in my life. You know, I'm 56 and a half, and I'm healthy. And um, I didn't sleep particularly great, maybe because of what I had for dinner last night is not my normal. I had a vegan eggplant parmesan with some pasta and red sauce, and I actually ate sitting at a at a, an Italian restaurant not far from where I live. And um, how did I respond? Well, I woke up um, as, as early as I, I could. I hydrated and I went for a run. And I just, I initially told myself, you know, you're going to go out there and just go out there and run. No, no distance necessary to, um, to success. You should just go out there and just relax your body. And um, I, you know, sadly, sadly, uh, I don't, I don't stretch much. Well, before I run anymore, I, I, um, I'll tell you what I do. I do what I call good mornings. Good mornings basically are, um, let's stand up straight for a second, and we're going to pretend we're going to take our hands on our sides, and as as we lift our hands up so their hands are straight um, up, not palms to the sky, but straight up. 
we're going to kick our left heel out straight, pushing our right booty back, stretching our calf, and then bring it in. And then hands out as we put our right heel out straight, booty back, stretching our right calf. Do that about five or six times. I'd call that good mornings. Now, you might lose your balance, as I just did. But if you pick up some speed, what I want you to start to think about is think about the flat foot. And I want you to really try to be on all five toes of the flat foot. So that means when your right foot is out, your flat foot's your left foot. Your left foot is out, your flat foot's your right foot. And you're really going to... Now also, I want you to try to keep your hip even. Don't push your hip out to one side. Push your butt out on both sides. Looks like when your left foot is out, your right booty's out further, and that's true. But I want you to try to keep your hips flat and even, your arms out straight. Now I want you to lift your, make sure you're, you're not rolling your back and you're not looking down. You're looking straight forward. Your shoulders should be almost pulled back. So you're not pinching your shoulders, but you're really almost arching your back. If you do any yoga, think about that. You're going to arch your back so you have a little bit of an arch in your upper back. Now pull your shoulders back a little bit. You get a nice stretch in your hamstring. So I did that. Uh, obviously, I didn't talk to myself like I just talked to you. I kind of remember. But doing it again with you right now is important for me as well because it reminds me of the importance of mechanics. And I think about the mechanics when I do those stretches. And then I went. And I turned my watch on. And I, I picked a podcast. And weirdly enough, the podcast I picked was not something I'd listened to before. Uh, that's okay. It's not about telling you what that podcast was. So I just did my eight miles. And as I was finishing my eight miles strong, I thought to myself, wow, look at you, I said. Look at you. Look at the body. How strong you are that you're able to do that and you're able to run and, sorry, I don't want to go out of the microphone range, and do eight miles, didn't that feel wonderful? Didn't that feel strong? And that's what the point of this podcast is, that the whole purpose of this activity, the whole purpose of this marathon activity, and I, I actually think foundation class 101 in life is self-belief. You can tell people your story once you understand your story. You can also tell people your story if you make it up. But it doesn't matter about the other people so much. In either case, what really matters is whether you feel good about your story and you're motivated by it. And your story, you've got lots of stories. You've got stories depending upon the different roles you play. The husband, son, brother, friend, lawyer, runner, business person. But I'm just talking about the overall story to yourself. That inner self. And I know that sounds a little, as my sister would call it, psychobabble. Call it what you want. Don't listen if this isn't your, for you. But what I tell myself is the most important 
thing. I've got to understand it. It's got to help me make sense for this moment in life, which is the only real thing right now. Decisions I make better be based on what's happening right now. Informed by what I learned before, but what's happening right now. And how I tell myself about me. And how I show up physically for myself, even when I feel lousy or something's changing hugely in life, which brings about all kinds of emotion, turmoil. Doesn't mean that you're always going to run the eight miles. It's not what I'm saying. And isn't it about the 8.14 miles? It's just about what you say to yourself and what you expect from yourself. I'm not sure if that makes sense. Let me try it again. I often hear people talk about, I mean, I'm, I remember saying this to my, my coach. I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best, I said to her. Doing my best. Now, what does that even mean? How does she know what my best is? I, how, how do I know what my best is? Am I doing my best on, under the circumstances or am I doing the most I'm able to do right now? Is that really what I'm saying? I'm doing the most I'm able to do right now. Get off my back. I'm doing the most I'm able to do right now. Because maybe that's what you really mean when you say your best. Or are you saying, I'm doing what I want to do right now. I've made a choice at some point to not push myself as hard. I mean, I'll give you an example. I had the booster. Second booster the other day for the COVID. That day, I did push it a little bit. I set out to run 10 miles. I made a wrong turn. I ended up only running 8.9. It was pretty hot out. I said, fine, I'm not going to tag on the extra point, 1.2 miles up my street and back. I got my booster, I think earlier in the morning. Uh, and then at night, about 7 o'clock, I went for a swim. And I did my new swim workout, which is roughly a mile, you know, maybe 64 laps in a 24, 25 yard pool. Well, sure enough, I was wiped out, completely wiped out. You know, I just felt weak. I felt chilled, maybe because the pool was a little cold, maybe the virus uh, vaccine, who the fuck knows. And While I was sleeping, which was hard for me to do, frankly, sweat through my sheets. There's a choice you make. Am I going to be sick? Am I going to like worry myself sick? Or am I just going to be whatever I am and work through it? And I don't know if that makes sense either, but I basically just said, I'm going to care for myself right here. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna worry about getting sicker. I'm gonna see what my symptoms are right now. I'm gonna get up and take some Tylenol. I was a little weak to do that. And I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna keep monitoring you and care for you as you present yourself. And that's what I mean when I say, I'm doing my best.
I'm actually meaning I'm listening to myself. And I'm saying to myself, okay, self, in the scheme of what you hope to accomplish today, this week in life, what do I need most right now? Do I need to do the extra 1.2 miles? Do I need to worry myself or calm myself? I know it's we don't really ever set out to worry ourselves, but sometimes we allow our minds to spin on worry instead of catching ourselves spinning, if we can, and then starting some breathing. So I guess what I'm saying is, is when I woke up this morning, I made a choice that I was going to ask myself, what did I need most this morning? And what I decided I needed most this morning was a fucking run. And boy, did it feel good. What do you need most today? Do you ever ask yourself that question? Not what do you want or what do you think is your best, as if you're trying to shoot for the gold star in fifth grade or some medal in midget Olympics. What do you need? And who is the you? Is it your 56-year-old self? Is it an earlier version of yourself? Is it your inner self, whatever that is to you? Need most right now. What is it you need most right now? Maybe you don't need to run at all. Maybe you need a massage. And guess what? You don't have to fucking tell anybody. Because it's none of their fucking business. Sorry for my profanity. It's your business. What you need most. And when you know what you need most, and you feel like that's your story, then you can feel comfortable sharing it with others. Have a great day.